with another. It's the little dibbly doo on the top. It's, it's the, the, the dot. The, the little baby seven. The little baby seven. The, what you mean? Yeah, on a one. Oh, you mean yeah. on the this little, on the whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah, the little squeeps. Oh, or you can just do whoosh, whoosh, or but just whoosh. do people? Uh, that one sounds dumb. That one's weird. People do that. People do it. No, no, no. Check. Yeah. Whoosh, whoosh. Okay. Yeah, it's, but it's I mean, like it makes sense tea. for if, if it's like uh, the Roman numeral, like the odd, like whoosh, 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 whoosh. sure. Yeah. Still, though, no matter how you like slice your 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 one, it's still it's still the boniest number. One is the boniest Again, number. Again, or, or seven. I could see an argument for, for seven being I the boniest number. Uh, we, we also thought about the uh, the flag four. The flag four is kind of bony. Yeah, that's true. Well, either either four, you know, yeah. like angle or fucking four is pretty at, a, at attention. Gangly. It's bonely. a gangly number. It's, it's very bonely. Yeah. Yeah, it's bonely. It's a bonely number. What are five and three and two? What are two, three, and five doing here? They're like, they're, they're not bony and you can't fuck them. Sure, you can fuck them. Yeah, but it's it just wouldn't. Could you? Where would you fuck them? In the little scoops. Yeah, but those aren't like. But they holes. got but they got exhaust they're ports not, and shit. Yeah, like, they're not. That's fine. Yes, I'd would just be like. <laughs> what? <laughs> no true vacuum of suction. Yeah. Make sure you got the audio. So is that? Is. Yeah, we do. I just checked it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that the famous Witcher protagonist, Jared? Yeah. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Jared the Witcher. Jared the Witcher. Jared the Wicker Backet. Yep. So of, of the uh, the Wolf Clan. Uh, toss me a pence to your Jared. <laughs> Absolutely. God, that series would be a lot more stupid if his <laughs> name was Jared. He went to Jared. He went to Jared. Okay. How'd you get rid of that deadly, deadly hat? I went to Jared. God, what is that thing called again? Jared? No, it's the thing he's Update fighting. Update the Twitch stuff if you haven't yet. Is it a lichen thing or whatever? Are the lichens weirder in Witcher? They're really difficult to kill. That's all I remember them. Well, comparatively, I guess. Everything kind of eventually gets so strong, but these are easy. Those games have really good difficulty scaling, though. Two can be as bad as one. The loneliest number since number one. God. What a dour thing to have as a lyric. I mean, it's kind of, it's pretty realist. No, the, the second part, the two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since number one. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's a fiend. Three could be as bad as two. Yeah. It's it's called a fiend, apparently. Ah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Strange, demonic, deer-looking monsters. Hmm. 
Walking mountains of muscle capped with horned, tooth-filled heads. That's weird. You could actually, you could pretty much get away with spelling it with any of the vowels. Yeah. Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. Because you can get away with pronouncing it Nolan. Nolan. With any of them. Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. Or Nolan. Yeah, or Nolan. Or Nolan. Or Nolan. Let's not forget sometimes Nolan. Sometimes, and also Nolan. Yeah. I used to do that on my... uh, yeah, why still works? No School work. I would I often spell my name incorrectly. So, so one time I went by Melon Feldman. Nolan Feldman. Melon Feldman. Melon Feldman. Uh, Nolan Feldner Bergstein went to Hebrewberg. What? People used to ask me if I was Jewish a lot. Oh, no. He's <laughs> not a lot. I don't think. Feldner sounds particularly Jewish. Anyway. He's actually Druish. He worships Drew Carey. Yeah. What? That's what it is. Yeah. I was chosen by Drew. But that does not sound like a nice, like, cool sitcom. Do you might chosen by Drew? Yeah. <laughs> you might call him a druid. I'll hit you. Hmm. With my fist. Sadly, he can only turn into mediocre comedy. Who? You talking shit Drew about Drew Carey? Carey? He's a druid. Oh. Yeah. But yes. Yeah, yes, kind am. of. <laughs> Drew Carey. Blue Line's the best thing he ever did. And he wasn't even the, the, the funny one. Yeah. Show. I love how much shit they gave him. It's fucking hilarious. Jerry Seinfeld of Whose Line Is It Anyway? And the Drew Carey show, really. Yep, that's, that's also true. I just remember the female lead in that being the person that was funny. The uh, way over makeup. Yeah, they definitely made her as unattractive as they possibly can. I I don't think I ever knew her name, but whose name? I want to say the rain, but that's not it. (laughs) The the female lead in the Drew Carey show, or whatever was it called, the Drew Carey show? Yeah. In community, in Cleveland, I think there's a spot in the Drew Carey show that like it will never leave my mind. It was a day that they. They'd eaten Mimi. ice cream. They were eating... Uh, no, they, they ate something yeah. that caused their, like, farts to show in black light. And at the very end of it, this was, like, whenever I was a kid, uh, they were just, like, the very end of the episode, they were like, who farted? And nobody wanted to own up to it, and they just, like, turned off the light and saw where the gas was coming from. And I don't Mimi. Hmm? Yeah. Mimi. 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 Yeah. Yeah. What about her? Mimi's the chick. Yeah. I, in the Drew Carey show? Yeah. Yep. I have a hard enough time, like, doing a solo album and, like, calling it under my name and not giving it a project name. The the ego to have, like, a sitcom. There's so many in the 90s to have, like, a sitcom. It's like a family sitcom about your, like, family life. And it's like, no, this is the Drew Carey show. According to Jim, George Lopez show, fucking. Right. According Drew to Carey Jim. Show. Was that around in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. According to Jim, was yeah. I think it was. I'm pretty Hold sure, on. yeah. Fuck that. You know, I feel bad for the lady who plays his wife in that. Like terribly bad. 
That contract. She must be getting paid. Okay, no, you're right. It's 2001. 2000. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, see? When the Twin Towers fell, they're like, where do we look for some solace? And Jim Belushi. The less funny Belushi. Finally, my time to shine. The nation needs me. I do like Jim Belushi a lot. Really? <laughs> As a person? No, 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 no. As anything? <laughs> it was It was Jim that was... In Blues Brothers, right? No, John. John oh, Belushi. that's John. Okay, yeah, no, I like John, John Belushi. Jesus yeah. Christ. I like John Belushi. I'm sorry. That's why he said the less funny Jim Belushi. Oh, my God. I didn't realize he was less... I, I don't know anything about Jim Belushi. He's not as funny According as John Belushi. He's an app- actor. Yeah, he's also apparently just like a piece of shit. Oh, like okay. Off screen. Yeah. But, I mean, you could pretty much guess that from just the, the, the humor. I somehow like made the, my way... The name Belushi. I'm I mean... Sure, I'm sure John... I mean, I know John was like a fucking, like... Raging cocaholic and yeah. like in the in the worst way like so same thing with Chris Farley apparently he was like politically conservative which makes no sense to me yeah no not at all who's David Cross um, from uh, Mr Show and he's Tobias Funke in Arrested don't know either of those things in Arrested Development you know uh, I mean I have not watched a lot of Arrested Development um he is <laughs> he's in the second Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which he's like the I think he plays the recording guy, but uh, does he have the glasses? Yeah, and that he's balding. That was the one that got you. <laughs> Are you for fucking serious? What do you mean? We hit Mister Show. You could have hit like Men in Black, or that's true. Uh, he's a, he does a lot of voices in Rick and Morty. He's a wheelchair guy true. in Scary Movie too. Yeah. yeah. He, he, I mean, no, 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 I'm just saying that, like, that fucking Mr. Show and Arrested Development completely missed you. Yeah. But you got Alvin and the Chipmunks, too. Uh, no, I didn't. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> right on. Let's party. So, yeah. I don't know how to turn down your phone. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are, post intro land. Gosh, what do we do now? What do we do, Zach? Now? <laughs> oh, God damn it. We have things to do? I mean, we actually have things to do. There's always we, things to shit. do. Yeah. God damn it. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Not stuff. So, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot to uh, get into with, uh, with the Bad Batch. So, before we do that, um, Nolan, you had thoughts and words and feelings about... Um, oh, yeah. I will, I will the search the Venom. <laughs> venom. I will search my soul over the the Venom trailer. Okay, uh, basically what I feel like is they've just set themselves up to completely repeat the plot of the first movie, which is just that, oh shit, I'm having to cope with the fact that I have a symbiote in my body. Mm-hmm. Oh no, there's another symbiote. Let's fight him. Yeah. Right on. Right. I mean, I'm guessing it's like deeper than that. That's just the trailer, my dude. Yeah, deeper. <laughs> I'm sure that's what we're going to get. Well, like... Uh, Carnage probably wants like something to do with. No, Carnage wants to murder people. Yeah, yeah, right. he, he, that's, yeah. that's it. And that's Eddie thing. Brock is like anti-hero Venom. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Right on. It makes complete sense. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense. I'm just I saying mean, though, like it's the same plot. I mean, was it to Riot me, in the first one. Who's what? The, yeah. yeah, it was Riot. The Riot. In the first one. Riot and think two others, wasn't it? There were three of them. Where there's the uh, symbiote, the horny symbiote. 
the horny symbiote. The 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 lady one. That was Venom. I know, but I don't know if we count that as a different entity. It was still Venom. Sure. I don't know. To me, it just it just looks like, um, so Sony is just like, what if we did a a, a kaiju Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Because it's just like, it's exactly that. Because it's like, there's there's no real like characterization to Venom or to Carnage. And Venom is only the hero because Carnage is the greater greater threat, and it's just gonna like yeah. It's all in like Eddie and Eddie and Venom's uh, interplay, and I don't find that that interesting, especially yeah. not to carry a whole movie. But uh, it'll be fine. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, it'll be. It'll I'm be not expecting a lot. Watchable. From it. I mean, the first one was watchable. It just right. wasn't good. Yeah. We it saw that. Did we all go see that? Yeah, we all saw yeah. that together. I did the. He's not seen the first Venom movie. Okay, it's it's fine. Like it's yeah. a, it's fine. I mean, right. it's it's fine. I watched your review of it. It's probably a little you bit what you need. above yeah. the like standard hero movie now, mm. just because it allowed itself to like. I don't know. I guess I I don't. I even thought it was enjoyable. Like, it was enjoyable. I enjoyed yeah. myself watching. It was en- it. it was enjoyable. There wasn't anything there worth going back and chewing on um, again. Yeah, it was. It wasn't something where I was just like, I definitely will benefit from the reviewing of this, because it just it's very bold faced. It's like, this is the thing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not a lot of meat on those bones. Oh, it's especially just, with uh, the antagonist. I can't even remember. Well, other than Riot, I'm talking about the human antagonist. Oh he, shit! Yeah, I totally forgot. Exactly. Yeah. He was literally just I yeah. am evil. To be evil. Well, I mean, that's it. yeah, he was like, I think he was supposed to be like your fucking tech daddy. Tech daddy. Thing. Well, shit, that was actually the opportunity for them to get. That's what Carnage is going to be then. A, a, a tech daddy? Same, no, the same thing of like, I am evil to be evil. Well, Carnage. Carnage, the tech He's daddy. a fucking maniac. Which, what's yeah. interesting about Carnage. Is turning it off. Is his lack. <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting about Carnage is his lack of like um, humanity. Right. Even before, even before he was a symbiote, yeah. because Cletus Cassidy is a like textbook yeah, sociopath, so he yeah. doesn't have yeah, the textbook sociopath. Textbook. Yeah. He's a tech, <laughs> he's a tech daddy. Yeah. So he doesn't yeah. have that like natural uh, human barrier to like the behavior of of the symbiote, which gets broken down even more. Right. Right. With having carnage. In right. Him. Yeah. So what's interesting is just that like he's just a severely empowered psychopath he just doesn't mm. give a shit but i don't know how well that it's God, in comics it's so neat cool. because you can build so much suspense by like what you show in the frame and everything like having him exposed uh, like throughout like in like filmic language i don't know how that's going to translate yeah. mm. but it could be good i mean i it could be fine I'm, and plus woody harrelson is good i'm curious to like i want to see what the, uh well, man i keep hitting that same damn button uh I keep going to a close end of your face <laughs> for some reason. God. Uh, no, like th- in that last image that you see of him, like not the last last of him jumping down Batman style, but the uh, the very last, the, it, the one of him going <laughs> with all that shit coming out and whatnot. I can't wait yeah. to see what like because Carnage was my favorite thing visually in in the comics. Most, I mean, car- comics, cartoon, yeah, like yeah. the original animated series mm-hmm. is the first time I ever have any recollection of Carnage. The first Spider-Man video game I remember playing. This was before the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Mm. It was on PS1, and it was awesome. Yeah. It was just like a run-through of a lot of like classic Spider-Man stories, and I think the very end Carnage was... Carnage Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the thing with, with Carnage, like, 
Venom on his on his own doesn't really work for me without like the the Peter Parker parallel, but especially when you bring Carnage into it. Like what makes that dynamic work and what makes that like really good for Venom's story. That's the Carnage from PS One that he's talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Good memories. Um, <laughs> But what makes it obviously it obviously doesn't look good now. Well, I mean, it's a PS One. <laughs> yeah. But the thing that it's makes great. the thing that makes like it work is <laughs> Venom. Venom being put between like in it. the two ex- extremes of his personality. Yeah. In Spider Man and and Carnage, like those stories Sad. are really like are really f- fun and interesting to explore Venom because of that. But just having like carnage there as like his shadow mirror doesn't open as many possibilities to explore his character as it as it would be if you had peter parker on the other side you know like finding that like balance between i don't know like i feel like that's the biggest the biggest misstep that this like venom series will never like get over is having to build venom outside of that that context it is weird and you know, it, it was like a sliding scale of potential, like, a moral compass. Because, like, Spider-Man is conflicted but chooses to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Venom is conflicted and often chooses the wrong thing. Right. And then Carnage is just, like, Has completely... No yeah, he's absolutely within the the realm of, like... What? You keep doing your th- no, just keep talking. Why? He's just primal instinct. He's just the desire to, like, defeat and consume. Um... Yeah, I mean, with it just being, like, somebody who is just very flawed, but now is becoming good through their conflict with their own potential for evil, then, like, it's not as easy to sink your teeth into that story. And I don't know if we can really even learn anything from the comparison between those two characters. Right. Am I incorrect in the assumption that Eddie Brock wasn't really a good guy to begin with? I mean, everything's relative. Yeah. When you, like, have him up against, like, a model citizen like Peter Parker, not at all. And as he was in the first movie, yeah, he's a decent enough guy. Yeah. In the the stories, it's like, or in the comics, it's like his fucking, his issue is that he's just, like, self-serving and, like, uh, willing to sell out like the the like point of his career mm-hmm. just for his own personal exigence. So it's like and he's willing to to seek revenge on on other people just because of like them forcing him to fail or not willing to accept that he failed and putting that on to somebody who did the right thing in that circumstance. Um so it seems like that's not quite evil, you know? Like, I wouldn't say that that's on the same level as Cletus Cassidy, who's right. a, I mean, a yeah, psychopathic murderer. He is evil, yes. murderer. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess in... So, this, this, this is the... This is the... This would be, the like, the realm for us to explore this, but because of Eddie Brock already being established as a hero in the first movie and him not having been, like, a shitty person like he was in the comics uh, to, to start with... I mean, he was kind of duty in the movie. Before was he, he got the symbiote, yeah, a little bit. Was he? What did he do? <laughs> I don't remember. Like a genuinely, like a genuinely <laughs> evil person, or no? He was like a he was like a good dude. He was trying to take. He was trying to do that same story that he was uh, the that was involved with the whole deal of it, yeah. right? Like he was he was tra- he was risking his his person to 
get the truth. He was like a he was like a boots on the ground style reporter kind of guy. Beforehand, he wasn't like like he had spent like a lot of time uh, just doing stupid bourgeoisie kind of. Yeah, that's see again. That's not really like that doesn't. I don't think that's like evil. There's no, no there's nothing I'm in not that, that he's says evil. like no. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're saying he's like, not like a the a do goody like Clark Kent kind of guy in the movie. No, beforehand. but. I think there's like a lot of give in between like the boundaries of Clark Kent goodness and like what makes a good person. Like I don't I don't think he was like choosing evil and violence. Mm. You know, when he woke up in the morning, he was ch- like choosing to try and do the right thing. So it was a, he was, was just it a point struggling. of like I have power now, therefore I have to pick one. I like, I what, think what's I the think process of the movie. It, oh, and the first one is just that like Venom is just like a, a force that has happened to him, and he's trying to like control it. And also, like, control his own personal demons in the same, like, it's like a, it's like a, a visual metaphor for your own primal instincts, mm. you know, and like how they can be the motivating factor in your life, but you still have to control them, you know. Gotcha. Speaking of a visual metaphor for your own primal instincts, welcome to Phantom Nonsense. <laughs> I'm Zach. I I guess I'm going second now, and I'm also Nolan. I'm Colin, and I am Nolan. That. Whatever. Jesus. No, Never. Nolan. Never. Never will it happen. Never. Yeah. No matter how many skin suits you make, Aaron. So, uh, we've been talking about... Uh, just gives the, like, hold on, that gives, like, the like my brain, like, you shed skin and I just use it. No, I just meant, like, you kill me and then try to wear my skin. We've been talking Venom 2, Maximum Carnage, in the in the preamble. Uh, preamble. The tramble. The trailer set, and it seems like a full trailer. Like it doesn't seem like a like a teaser. It's two um, minutes and forty five seconds. I hope it's not a teaser. Right. Exactly. Mm. Uh, it says coming soon to theaters. Optimistic, but um, oh, there's one more point in it that I we, wanted to get up. Go over. Oh, do you remember what it was? Yeah, I know exactly. I remember exactly. What oh, okay. I was gonna say, do we have do we have a date? Oh. On it. I oh. am looking. Didn't that say? Uh, well, well, right. no, I just said coming yeah, soon. Yeah, I just said coming soon. Uh, Only in theaters, I remember. Watch saying. it come out Christmas. Uh, no, okay, so there's like there's this bit in it where they mention, uh, where I, I'm guessing it's Carnage that's talking, like talking about there not being any heroes. September 24th. And at the same time, you see a cut of somebody squishing a spider, and I thought that that was really cool, like mm. hit yeah. on. Yeah. Just being like, hey, Man, no way fuck home. you, Spider Man. No way home's not coming out till this Christmas. Yeah. That's why I said it'd be funny if December they chose Christmas. 17th. Really? Mm. Yeah. Wait, for which one? For Spider-Man. Oh, I thought it was on Christmas. Christmas. Sony's got that money in there, too. Actually, most of that money is is Sony's. They're not going to do it's that Sony to themselves. Besides, it'll probably be a Halloween. Oh, you said it was a September. Yeah, it'd be, br- be before Halloween. Oh, like what, for Venom? One. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes sense. I mean... Isn't that yeah. around the same time yeah. that the that's last a, one That's came a out? movie to come out around yeah. the last one. Spooky Dookie. Yeah. yeah. Carnage. <laughs> and then 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 they will sell a shitload of costume attire and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Man, a Carnage costume? Yeah, it'd be real yeah, easy. Just, so it's like one of those morph suits with yeah. the pattern on it. Yeah, Is but the splishy splashy and stuff. Yeah, but how does the splishy splashy work? I'm saying they're going to sell a bunch of cheap 
costumes. But you could just put some plumbuses on your bag. You just put some plumbus is still not a word, and especially if you like keep using them, especially with the muscle suit. It sounds like something that you would hear out of Rick and Morty. It is from Rick and Morty. Is it? I think so. Plumbus. Plumbus. Yeah. Whatever. Plumbus three thousand. A plumbus is a thing I invented then. No one's and it's not. mine, and nobody the can take it. The plumbus is yours. Yep. Not nowhere near related to the plumbus. Yeah. It's actually exactly like a plumbus, but different. Oh. Because he said so. Because I invented it. It's like the is it like the like True Value or Aldi's brand plumbus? No, it's like a plumbus. <laughs> it's like a plumbus. I'm sold. It is. Not no a sponsor. One, no, one, <laughs> no one knows quite how it's made. There's been there's been theories. How was been made? The plumbus. How was the plumbus made? No one. Well, first you rub it, the schleem on it. And we're done. And, and we're not. We're not. Uh, we're not doing that. Are they, we're not done. <laughs> we're not. I thought you were like, no, we're, we're not. not. We play, are not done. You trying to play footsie with me over here? Roll for edits. Yeah. Gosh. Get that. Get that action. You guys, we are just get that action in there. You like that? That's, yeah. that's what Phantom Nonsense is all about, baby. We're careening on the edge <laughs> right now. We need to. All right. Pull this back. Get us uh, back on track. Audio <laughs> podcast members. Mm, <laughs> yeah. In the deepest amount of footsies right now. Get us back on track, Zach. Okay. Snack attack. All right. So. Oh, look out. A Kodiak. <laughs> he stole my snack pack out of my Cadillac. All right. So, um, we're going to talk about the about the Bad Batch uh, series, series premiere. Honestly, okay, so. Last year, the last season of the Clone Wars dropped in the first four episodes was the Bad Batch arc, which introduced the main characters of this show. And I liked it, but it didn't do a lot a lot for me. It could be that I was anticipating the, the final arc, so I wasn't able to enjoy it that much, which is something I'll get into with this show. Um, but... Or it could be that, like, their personalities against, like, the more grounded, uh, established personalities that we had, like Anakin and Obi-Wan and Rex and Cody, made them a little bit too cartoonish in the, in, like, their original arc that was hard to, like, Yeah, they were very, um, it felt like a trope. Yeah, Yeah, it felt like, um... Like a parody, mm-hmm. and I'm t- I'm saying this without having seen. I I never watched the. But you can imagine, yeah, out of, out of context. Yeah, context. it still kind of feels that way. Just they're very action figurey. Yeah, in that they all have very specific. You know what I mean? Especially it's like, like Wrecker. Yeah, it, it fe- yeah, it feels like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, absolutely! It's a hundred percent. Like, um, I was actually gonna get to that later, but I'll go ahead and do that now. Um, That's why I said fantasy shows earlier. Is because it is that trope of having like a party of five people that do yeah. very different yeah. things but work well together and have. They might as well be a D and D party between each other. Yeah, yeah. basically. Uh, but I, the beginning of this episode, won me over to like their distinct personalities, how they work together. Um, and, like, how they, when you just have them, how their, like, their heightened, uh, personalities work to contrast, like the Ninja Turtles, how they work to contrast each other to make up, like, the discrepancies and to basically make one full person out of, like, out of the group. Yeah. 
Um, but no, I was gonna, I was gonna get to this later. But since you brought it up, because uh, people say there is a, a correlation, favorite Ninja Turtle and favorite batch so far. Oh man, uh, I'm a big fan of Echo. Honestly, Echo is I cool. Find him interesting, and I, his demeanor is pretty, yeah. pretty solid. I can't for the life. He's of also me not a big one. Wrecker. 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 He's a, he's a wreck too, which I didn't Wrecker's know. Wrecker's my favorite. Yeah. That end part. Um, I mean, yeah, I have to look up which episodes it is because it's spread throughout the entire series, but Echo's arc in the Clone Wars is really, really good. I like Raphael, but I I read a lot of the comics, though. Donatello. Right. Like, the Raphael in really? the comics is gonna, real I brutal. I assumed Mikey. Uh, and I would assume, especially with Wrecker. Oh, man, I love Mikey. Don't get me wrong. It's uh, Donatello's always my favorite. I just love the bow staff. Yeah. Bow staff and being the geeky, nerdy one. I love it. I don't know. So is Echo Raphael? Yeah, see, Ec- oh, yeah. it should be Crosshair is more Raphael yeah. than, than Echo. Right. But because Echo's not as much as much of a Lancer yeah. as, uh, as Crosshair was. But, yeah, that would be the closest the closest one to that. What uh, What a piece of shit. We'll get into that though. Ooh. Crosshair. Crosshair. Yeah, I knew. I knew what you were saying. Oh, I mean, dude. well, hang on. Never mind. I, I have more thoughts on that. Whenever no, no, we get no, to no, it. Absolutely. Bootlicker. Yeah. Well, okay, but I said bootlicker. Omega Bootlicker's seemed to Bootlicker. indicate in the first episode that he. I mean, and we saw later on that he does have the chip still, and Order sixty six is still operational inside of him. Right. And then like they goosed it up, and then he was like willing to do it. So right. He was in conflict with the literal wiring of his brain, and I think that actually kind of says something a lot about like the fascist mindset and stuff like that. Because like, dude, this show has so much to say. Oh about yeah, that. absolutely. Gonna have more of that. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the good shit. I wish this is like what episode three was more like. I we wish got, they had gone into. Yeah, I went back and watched episode three again uh, on on Star Wars Day after watching this like 10 times and honestly there's now that I have like more of the eye to see it yeah. there's more there than than it seems at first and honestly I gotta say fucking Hayden Christensen is not bad at all except in the scenes against Natalie Portman like I've his, that. his scene like whenever um, when Obi-Wan's like we need you to spy on the Chancellor and he's like, that's fucking treason. I'm not going to do that. He's a friend of mine. He That is played so well. Like, there's yeah. so many moments that he plays in so well. It's just the melodramatic scenes with with Padme. and I think it's because their relationship was so toxic in real life. Right. You can see that the lack of chemistry between them is palpable. Because of how things were behind yeah. the scenes, but I do have to give I do have to give credit to George Lucas because like the one thing that he's not that good at is dialogue and directing people. Yeah. Everything else to do with filmmaking, he's an absolute master of. Yeah. Like, like watching that and then watching four the original cut of four right after and seeing like the like seeing his his fingerprint on both of yeah. those like uh, yeah. The shot composition, everything about those movies is beautiful. They're just hard to listen to sometimes. Yeah, I but had, I hate I made sand. A, I made a I made a bad decision, and I have a weird uh, internalized headcanon now because I listened to uh, Rocket Jump has a 
podcast on Max Fun called Story Break. Yeah, it's where really they good. make where they make the, uh, they basically write scene Not by scene per podcast, like yeah. a whole movie. Yeah. Well, they did a Jar Jar movie. Oh God, that's him as basically a triple agent <laughs> trying to work <laughs> under the Senate and like trying to do what's best for the planet and everything as a senator, but also like trying to go behind the uh, the emperor's back and like all that shit. And there's a <laughs> there's a lot of weird campy shit in it. Like there's a Qui Gon Force ghost thing going on, and and like right. and like him realizing that Darth Vader is Anakin and whatever, and going through oh, all that. Oh, you a Savannah? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they were like, they were like, okay, so we're gonna address something real quick. Like in the first episode, we're gonna address something real quick. We're doing the Jar Jar voice. We know how contentious this is and everything, but that's the voice of the character. It. You gotta have I it. I can't. We can't do this without doing the Jar Jar voice. So, ooh. so speaking. Yeah, no. So speaking of episode three, they weren't though, Jar Jar. They weren't as like. So speaking of Jar Jar, deep. So speaking of changing the it. subject, <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, away from racist caricatures. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, yeah. speaking of of episode three. Um, <laughs> At or, Order sixty six is basically Star Wars torture porn at this yeah. at this point. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, okay, just hit me with with another traumatic yeah. moment. Oh my uh, god, that death uh, in the in the first episode, like the Padawan got to watch. You know who it was, right? Who was it? Kanan. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, no 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 no. I knew that. I, I, at first I was like, hmm. but yeah, I mean that's crazy to me. But no, like imagine being that kid in that scenario. That had to suck big booty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the same. That's a, basically the same thing that happened to uh, what's his face in a lot of these characters. In uh, the oh, yeah, pretty game. much yeah. Any any Jedi that survived in the video game, Fallen Order. Oh, uh, uh, Cal, Cal, Cal Kestis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same thing happened to him. Bro, that game's so good. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's so good. Have you not played it yet? No. Oh, it's so good. I'd love to play it. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Oh god, that ending. Uh, Ooh. Anyway. Ooh, my nipples. Can't talk about it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to rub my nipples. Yeah, really again. good Sorry. ending. Really it's solid such a good ending. Oh, my God. Have God. you been spoiled on it yet? No, I haven't. Okay, it's fine. Oh. We, 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 then we won't. Yeah, we won't. I mean, we, I will. Oh, no. We won't. No, we won't. Okay, I won't. I want him to... I, yeah, of all people, Zach, of all people, deserves to have this hit in a good way. You got to feel it. I feel like you don't you play narratively driven stories more than in video games than anything. He's gonna smack you. I'm I'm an ex I'm an extremist. Like no. I either want the just the dumbest platformer to just yeah. like just to, to just muscle control yeah. through, or I want something that I can story. sink into yeah. like over and over Fall again in order, for months. Fallen Order is definitely one of those sink into a game, yeah. especially if you play it. At a normal pace, I finished it very quickly. I, mean, I don't, I don't, I don't play games game. at a normal pace. I, I finished it very quickly. Yeah, it's I good. will get uh, first. Did you want to present it? No, I did. First playthrough, I'll get through it. In a, several oh, games at I'll get through it by next week. What difficulty yeah. did you guys play at? I did both regular whatever and the, the hardest, whatever the normal mm. was. I assume. Why? I'm just wondering. Good God! <laughs> whatever the normal one was, I might have even turned it to low. Like, I, oh. I don't. I don't play games like that 
to give me a challenge. I'm going to play Dark Souls. I'll go play Dark Souls. Like, I mean, it's basically Dark Souls. Yeah, I know. Anyway. I love how but we were all just I... talking differently. Like then, but we were talking about enjoying mm-hmm. something and how we were enjoying it, and then Nolan pops out his dick and goes, show me how big yours is. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how I enjoy games. It has to hurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> go play Kingdom Hearts 3 again on Critical. <laughs> I did. I played I it on the hardest you. mode the first time. Did you? Yes. Critical mm-hmm. wasn't out when it first came out. Okay, start, no, I didn't play it. Do you start on games Proud on is, the hardest mode? Proud is pretty easy. Proud is pretty easy. Do you start games on the hardest mode? Yes. Always? Always. 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 I, Never start, th- I start there, and then I turn it down. Depends. <laughs> okay, it depends. If, if I, I play can't it, change it, then I don't start it on the hardest. That just seems bonkers to me. I want to first get a game for all the juice that it has, and then I want to break it. That's the thing. To me, I don't get all the juice unless it's hard, unless it's difficult. Does it? Okay. And I know that if I play the hardest mode, that I will be get, I'll have to... Learn how to play the game quicker. Yeah, and I'll get more out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like it at a normal pace first, and then going and doing it on a harder way. Yeah, because I I don't know. I I have a lot of patience. I made the mistake of trying to play God of War, the the newest one on. Yeah, that one. Holy shit! I have yet to play it. I want to play it so bad. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And then I I went through and played the entire game again on the lower mode. Just to be able to yeah. go through and be mm. all the bad boys, not the the learning curve is so fucking steep. Yeah, and there are just <laughs> like goes, certain encounters. Goes, you're good. Yeah. You're good. You're not good. You're not good. You're never gonna be good again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You suck at video games. Deal with it. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn. Because it's like I'm the fucking god of war. Why? Why are three hits killing me? You yeah. Because like, you're fighting gods. Not in a lot of the it. whole time. Not a lot of the time. Yeah, and I feel like the God of War should still like Take be able to be able to handle hits. like yeah. the God of Rain or what the fuck ever. <laughs> the God of Moist Towelettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. That. So does that mean that we're gonna we're gonna play Resident Evil Eight tomorrow? Sick. Yeah. Do you want to just do it on the hardest difficulty? I mean. I don't. I'm gonna. To, to, if, I don't, if I play at all on the hardest difficulty on a Resident Evil game, we're not getting anywhere. Okay. Just letting you know. And we won't. I don't know if. Can't. What is the, what is the like point of this? No. What is the the, the fucking difficulty? The lady step on you. The that, is, that is the lady. Point of this lady game. Dimescu or whatever. Dimitrescu. Dimitrescu. Mm. Uh, I meant conversation. You mean the ta- you mean tall mommy? Whatever. It's fandom. Tall mommy is what it is. Tall mommy. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. What about her? What do you mean? What about her? I didn't bring what it. Did you, you did? No, I didn't. You I said, t- "What's the point of what?" You were saying, "What is the point of?" Oh, uh, fucking! What's the point of a harder difficulty in Resident Evil? Is it just like less items? Is it uh, less items, less more items, baddies, more more baddies or stronger okay. baddies? That makes sense, actually. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. less. That's a lot of like games. More health on yeah. the baddies. Yeah. yeah, it's like Dead Space, even though. Resident Evil is like a direct God, homage. Dead Fuck Dead Space. I can't do it. Dead Space is the best. The first one is really, really so good. It's the first and second one. Yeah. Are, are, can't do it. Third person shooters are my fucking, like, the most terrible thing. Well, I hate seven and eight are both first person. I know. Uh, seven looks like you run like I run in my nightmares. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what it is. And I can't fucking handle that. It's too slow. How do you have phasmophobia with this then? I under duress have you not realized <laughs> yeah. like i am terrified the whole time i don't want to do it i just know that me being scared is good content that's it <laughs> that's, that's, that's what a fact sounds like <laughs> Nolan, you need to get on more phasmophobia with us yeah i need to stream more in general but let's get my taxes up and we're gonna get a pc i'm trying to I'm, I'm building a we're building an empire here we need all to to chunk in our different uh 
They're at the skills. Yep. Apparently, people like talking to my face. Mm. So. Uh, yeah, you're right. How can you even cast aspersions on that? I've talked to you. Yeah, and you've enjoyed every second of it. <laughs> oh. Man, I've seen your journal. Man, there's something there's something from the bloopers. Journal? journal? <laughs> I've seen my journal. I've seen your journal. I've seen the tattoo of my face right. you put on your journal. All right. There was this one thing from the bloopers that I can't get out of my head. And mm. it's it's not the promo bloopers, but it's the the other one that hasn't come out yet. I just want I want to talk about it with you. So like it's uh right before the first time that you go into the bathroom to to go like get the image of me getting scared and whatnot. Yeah. And whenever you close the door. Serena goes, this is everything you've both ever wanted. Yeah. And <laughs> and you're like... Mm-hmm. Me to murder you. Yes. And <laughs> yes. He was like... You to have me walk in on you in the shower. <laughs> you were like, no, if I were beating him, then yes. <laughs> that is how it is. That do be how it be. I thought that shit was so funny. But yeah. Good times. Every, you just like walking into a bathroom and looking at me. Thank yep. you. Loved it. Loved every second of it. I know you yeah. did. Loving every minute of it. So, speaking Anyways. of walking in on somebody in the bathroom, uh, yes, fuck crosshair, but also how well they established, like from the beginning of the episode, like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be crosshair, yeah. like without oh, yeah. like telegraphing it, like just the yeah, subtle following like following orders. Yeah. Like, Good, so just follow orders. Like having having that in there, and just like the little bits about his personality, and of all of them, I didn't think he's he, the it wasn't he's the one. What it wasn't subtle at all. I th- I thought whenever like we were yeah. going through it, like the moment he started doing, the moment he shot at the kid. Well, yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah, but I don't mean like him, like it activating. I mean like him end up being like the antagonist, and not just him being like. The um, just the one that that shows one of them like mm. dealing with it, but coming out fine at the end of the episode or or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he also is the one like his personality is the one that's the most believable. That would it would be either him or Tech that I would see, and Tech's not enough of a threat on his own. Yeah. To warrant Tech is smart enough to not be a uh like a uh eugenicist. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, and the fact that that Hunter was surprised that uh, that Caleb's or Kanan survived the jump um, just kind of goes to show how little experience the Bad Batch have with Jedi. Because if yeah. you know Jedi, that's like you know he was going to be able to make make that jump. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that did establish that really well. That. They haven't had the same like exposure to to Jedi that other clones have had. Mm-hmm. It also made them not be on. It made their questioning of the situation more believable mm-hmm. because if they had had like direct experience with Jedi and known right. the type of characters they tend to right. have, then they would have immediately been like, "Oh, well, the Empire is obviously fucked. Like, we can't be a part of this." But right. for it to be subverted by the fact that they didn't have much experience with Jedi, yep. that there was a bit of a question then of what are they going to decide to do whenever the Empire tells them that yeah. the Jedi are uh, insurgents. Right, because, like, the the chips don't, like, make them obey orders. It, it It's like it repeats the good soldiers follow orders mantra, and it makes them, like, 
it's, it makes it harder for them to override because you see that with Rex in the last arc of the Clone Wars. You see him yeah. struggling to like override the programming because of his relationship with Ahsoka. But you know, not every Jedi is Obi Wan or Anakin or Plo Koon or whoever. There yeah. are a lot a lot out there like like Pong Krell who are complete assholes. And when they and when the soldiers get the order that the Jedi have committed treason, there's a lot of the a lot of them can be like, yeah, I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. like the Jedi are kind of are kind of assholes, and obviously not like peacekeeping, yeah. you know, like cops or anything. So yeah, fuck. Yeah, they're space fuck cops. Yeah. space space theocrat cops. Mm. Space theocrat cops. Uh, yeah. Theocrat space cops so flows the, not as. No, didn't, it didn't work either way. Theocratic space cops would be a really good knockoff Star Wars <laughs> RPG. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, we could just play a Star Wars RPG, or we could play theocratic space cops. No, we wouldn't have to. <laughs> I don't wouldn't think have I, to deal I don't with think any that of the would, I would pull that off the shelf of a GameStop wall if I saw that kind of title. I, don't I know fucking would. would. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, they made a game just for me. <laughs> wouldn't that be like time splitters? No, they're not theocratic. No, I guess. I'm no. talking about I'm talking about a tabletop RPG. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, no, no, no. I'd rock that boat. Yeah. yeah. Right. Most def. Be great. Titty RPG. You could do all the space. Titty RPG? You could yeah. do all the cop tropes, but but as Jedi. What do we call lightsabers? Uh, laser, laser swords. swords. <laughs> <laughs> like every other thing does. Well, no, we gotta find a better one. Um Spark tubes. No. <laughs> Spark tubes, <laughs> photon, <laughs> photon falchions. Yeah, uh, spark scimitars, um, spark guitars, uh, sparky knife, um, uh, blaze, blade rod, laser blade, <laughs> uh, flame blade, Bla no. laser blades, laser dagger, which is now my new middle name, laser dagger. Oh my god, Colin Laser Dagger Stall. That's great. Uh, Ooh. fucking. You could make your middle name any asinine, the asinine, just stupid thing. What would you change it to? Asinine, stupid thing. Aaron, asinine, stupid thing, Gibson. My middle name, I guess. I don't know. No. Fucking... I don't know. Laser Dagger's pretty good. What is your, what is your actual, uh, I mean, that dude, no, that's like fucking Taser Face. Yeah, right. In Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Amazing. Taser Face. No, what, what, what's your middle name, Nolan? What's my middle name? Yeah. What's my middle name? No one. Duh. No, it's not. After all these years, you don't What's know that Nolan name? is my middle name. What's my middle name? James. What's your James? Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I knew that. You know that? Yeah. No, you didn't. Don't even lie to me. I did. Yeah. We had to learn them for the fucking uh, yeah. uh, to big Elliot stuff. All right, we didn't have to learn. We didn't. Them, no, we didn't have to learn. We all we all sent them in the chat. We no. I said yes, I did. Nope. Yes, I did. I figured it out. Oh no no no! It was on the the CD Baby information, so I saw everybody's. And Ants is uh, Homer. Uh, Ants' middle name is not Homer. Yes, it is. Is it <laughs> Anthony Homer? It's yeah, Homer. He has two middle names. Homer Dawson Stevens. <laughs> no no, I think it's Homer Bart Aloysius. No no. Homer Aloysius Stevens. I mean, it's not Taylor. Taylor's his. What no, no, no. His, his, his first what, name. What's your middle name? His first name is Homer. It's Homer Anthony. Right, hold on. Kick soul. What's Nolan's middle name? Nolan. Yeah. Also Nolan. What, do you know what my first name is? Also Nolan. Nolan. 
Your first name is Nolan. Do you know what my first name is? Nolan Norman. Aaron. Feldman. Aaron James Gibson. You sure about that? Melon. Yes, 1,000%. Yes. What is my first name, Aaron? It's Nolan. Montgomery. No, fuck that. That was Falco's first name. Jacob. Beauregard. It's 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 not what you would think. Gertrude. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not what I would think. <laughs> Giblet. What? You guessed it. I knew it. Alex? No. Sherry. Darlene. Okay, I'm tired of this bit. 2.0. What is it? You got one I want to know. Huh? No, my middle name is, I mean, yeah, no what? one is my first name. I know it is. What's your middle name? What is your middle what? name? What's your middle name? I don't understand the question. You're <laughs> so hard. <laughs> We're not moving on. It's a boring. It's yeah, a boring like, middle uh, name. My middle name is James. Nice to meet you, Nolan, Nolan a boring Feldner. Mm-hmm. What is your middle name? We just figured it out, oh so I don't god. know why we're still... Oh my god. What's his middle name, Kick? I don't know. I'm asking Goose. <laughs> he knows. She's sleeping. So. She needs to wake up, figure something... Well, then, okay, you know, you could stop this right now. All right, fine. You... I'll tell you my middle name when we reach a thousand subs. <gasps> no, tell me it now. Huh? No, now. I don't remember what we're talking about. Um, we were talking about well, it's, Bad it's, Batch, right? it's well, it's up to you. Do you want to talk about the uh, not so subtle uh, fascist parallels in the show, or do you want to get into no the fucking uh, just the, the amazing the um, animation? Is it a parallel? If this? It is the thing. I mean, it's a parallel because fascism doesn't exist in their world. What does it not? Well, it exists thematically, but it doesn't so exist it, literally. Because fascism is a specific political uh, context. Like, a republic exists in their world because they've established that they have used that uh, form of government. But, like, fascism is a literal but governmental structure. I would say more than anything else, you could make the argument that it actually exists because all of the necessary, like, prerequisites yeah. for fascism to right. exist exist. You know, lib liberal democracy... Uh, fa failing to uh, to address the the needs of its of its constituency and being taken over by corporate interests. Um, it corporate is. It interests. is. I think it literally is the same thing as fascism. I'm just right. saying that like it is a parallel because they don't just have they just don't have the word fascism. In Ross. It. Yeah, it's Ross. Ross. Ha! <laughs> you All me. you had to do was search. It was really easy. Yeah, it was well, really really I mean, easy. I, I had you to do that for me, and. Okay, was it worth it? Was it worth losing our reveal at a thousand subs? Now we're never getting there. But it feels like a rock. I, I, I can do that. They still don't know his middle name. They never yeah, will. I do. But I, I, I'm not gonna tell them. But I know it. I do too. Yeah. Okay. I don't think you do. But I, I think you can get like on the same pedantic level that there's like a difference between Nazis and and fascists. That you yeah. can say there's a difference between like fascists and the empire. Like when That's you get fair, yeah. down to it, like yeah, it's the same. It's, it is the same. It is like, the same thing. Right. But usually it's like because we've never really explored this this era of like the rise of the empire. We haven't really seen as much. There's quite a bit of it in Rebels, but we're not. The point of view doesn't like lend itself to really showing like how totalitarian and like uh and show the show the parallels but 
this first episode with the the systematic termination of the Jedi is is uh is a big difference to me between a republic and an empire. Like yeah, just pretty much straight saying it like that. And then the chain coach immediately in episode two yeah. immediately obviously made me think, Oh, well, papers. Right. Like papers, please. And that's gonna be one of the most interesting things about about this series. Like that's one of the biggest hooks. Um is exploring that that change because I would be worried that they would have like pulled their punches on it, but so far they they really haven't. No, it feels like very legitimately ideological. Yeah, and that's good that we need that. Like probably now more than ever, we need culture to like take a stand and reflect actual ideas and not pretend like. The middle position is the the uh, the like legitimate one, the the logical position, right? Because when on one side you have people who are like, "Hey, maybe we shouldn't, you know, genocide people because it's politically expedient," and the other side's like, "No, that's the thing I want to do." You don't want to fucking right. concede ground to the genocide people. <laughs> and I think one of the most interesting things, like you've seen enough of the Clone Wars. Um, to see like how the the Republic has degraded. Like it's not like, uh, Palpatine just went out there and was like, "The Jedi betrayed the the Republic. They fucked me up, and so now we are an Empire." Like it was. It's yeah. all been building up to that. You can right. see that in the fact that they were all like, "I'm not really cool with hunting down and killing Jedi," but I mean, I guess. I guess this is what we do now. Until until they were like face to face with like, you know what the empire actually does. I wonder and how many how many clones died in in the execution of Order sixty six. Probably a bunch. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah. I don't know, man. Every single different scene I see of Order sixty six is just like they shrecked them. They catch them completely off guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which yeah was. And only the most powerful ones feel that big disturbance in the force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. The fact that they didn't like wasn't like execute order sixty six. Make sure you get Yoda first. Yeah. Do not <laughs> hold off on the Yoda thing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta kill the green one, the tiny one. Oh yeah, they they fucked up real bad. Yeah. <laughs> like the first one you see is like Cody shooting Obi Wan. Should have gone after the body. You fucked up there, but hey, yeah. smart to get that out of the way as I quick mean, as possible. Right. I don't but, think that there was supposed to be a first or last. I think they were just supposed to like hit. They said oh, all of them got it at the same time. Well, they? yeah, but the no, thing is, there are specific ones like yeah, there were ones that were not even near clones at that point. What do well, you mean? Well, like, oh, yeah. and Palpatine addresses different ones differently. Does he? Yeah, because he says like Commander Cody. The time has come. Execute Order 66. That seems kind of dumb. Right. That seems super dumb. <laughs> I well, know he addressed, like, I'm sure it's just, like, the highest. On, like, well, because highest-ranking ones would get a direct order, well, but there yeah. would still be different ones. He also probably had pre-recorded shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, like, uh, well, because if, if 
I the Jedi's like aren't this. all in the same yeah. place. It's if, like he wanted to be a nice guy and call up every single one of the fucking commanders and be hey, like, how's "Oh, your family." Oh, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, how's it going? Like, how's it going? Don't forget, order, order, execute, kill that Jedi. I got some bad news for you. Yeah. The Jedi have committed treason. Yeah. And, oh, we knew this was going to happen. Hey, hey, listen, I know the I... weekend is coming up, and you don't want to deal with this kind of thing, but <laughs> am I, on... I have a big favor to ask. Am I on speakerphone? Take me off of speakerphone. <laughs> Emperor. There'll be one there. Don't tell him I'm on the line. Is that Chancellor Palpatine? What does he want? Is that Obi-Wan? Uh, uh, take take me off. Tell him I'm not here. I'll call back in five. <laughs> take me off of speakerphone. Do it. Do it now. Do it. Do it. Take me off speakerphone. Right. Do it. But no, uh, I will it, it makes sense to have the, the order dispelled. To, to different people because if the Jedi aren't consolidated in a place and then they can be communicated with in between them then you want uh, you need you need you need it to be spread out because then they're like if the, if it all happens at once then the Jedi that aren't in that aren't near any clones will then have an opportunity to well yeah and also dissipate right and also think of of a new hope yeah and also like the reason why Yoda felt it because like the weight of all of it got got to him but like yeah. obi-wan and a new hope felt like uh a great wave of terror as in, as if millions of people suddenly cried out in terror and was suddenly silenced silenced they would have been like that if all the jedi or like yeah. a huge portion of them were all murked at one second mm -hmm. the survivors would have been like yo what the fuck was that yeah. and it would have been like an awareness that would have given them the edge over in the in the game, there are, uh, you can you see at least one that has like a that they feel the disturbance in the force yeah. before it happens. Yeah. And when the dude turns around and shoots him, it's like, oh fuck, no. <laughs> yeah. Bruh, that had to have been a, like a really weird feeling. Like all my friends are dead. Also, yeah. the clone troopers were trained by Mandalorians who are like trained to kill Jedi. That's yeah. like. The thing that they do. So there's yeah. that was always like in there. Yeah, yeah. The, the Sith had this like so prepared. Oh, so for sure. Prepared. Yeah, very very patiently held out. Which I'm glad that like real world fascists are for the most part just like hot dog necked weirdos who fucking. But here's here's the term. but here's the thing here's the thing though. You can say that about like mo because like. The em the empire eats its own tail pretty much Im immediately. Yeah, you know, like they have all this great this great tech, and that's the one good cool thing about Rogue One is you see that like exploration of the internal struggle within within fascism, that internal competition that like eats itself alive. Yeah, but like, and that's the big difference between the fascism we have now and the fascism of the nineteen thirties is there isn't a competent leader that can actually yeah. like manage somehow to rally all of these conflicting synthesize forces. The synthesize grievances. Yeah. And yeah. that's the thing about about Palpatine. He's like he's he is such a good like character of a demagogue because he's pure evil and he's and he's an absolute mastermind, but it's because he builds the entire thing around himself that when he's removed from power, that the whole thing like crumbles, crumbles right. apart. But I think even 
to that point, like it was designed in such a way that if it did fall apart, it could potentially always reconstruct right. itself. Because, you know, in the real world, that's accomplished through like an imagined past, like a, a mm-hmm. fiction of of past being great. But in the Star Wars universe, it's the the power of the Sith and like the 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 historical impact that the dark side of the Force has. But very true. But as the the Sith and the dark side being a metaphor for human passions mm-hmm. un unchecked basically yeah uh could you not say it's the same the same thing that as long as there is capitalism fascism will continue to arise again like and that Absolutely. contradiction like will continue to rear its rear its head over yeah. and over over and over again is the same thing as long as the contradictions of the republic exist and the jedi exist the Sith will continue to rise yeah. again, and that threat will always, always be there. Like, you you can't take away the you can't create the same answer to a question as lo- if it just like creates the circu- circular logic. Because, right. yeah, we 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 see it in the history sequels. in real life. We saw it in the sequels. Right. We we keep seeing that like okay now we're just gonna do the same thing it takes me back even to uh the falcon and uh, the winter soldier right whenever that line that he gives where he's just like we're trying something different it's all the same idea it's just that like <laughs> no you're not you're putting a different face on the same set of ideas and actions and you're trying to pretend like because this is how we dealt with it in the past as a temporary band-aid that it will now be the solution. You're putting the toy in a new in a new box because the old font doesn't sell anymore. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's not it's not ever going to be the answer to it because when it comes down to it, if you tell people that the only way to succeed in their world is to defeat their fellow human, then you're just going to reinforce the same fucking ideology over and over again. Right. And even if that is a natural impulse, which is I don't think so. Because humans are social animals, we've always succeeded best when we work together. But even if it is true that on some level we have a primal instinct to dominate one another, that doesn't mean that that it's a good thing or that it's gonna like help us get anywhere with any of our fucking goals. Well, we're we're tribal, but I feel like that's not the same thing as like exactly because I feel like we've we've shown through like through the social the social contract that we can at least attempt to redefine what tribe means in our our mind we don't have to just yeah. consider it people that share like the same like facial structure as me or come from the same village as me or whatever yeah. like we can ex- we're able to expand what that that means so that shouldn't be a like that shouldn't warrant um you know like competition and con- and conflict on its own merit as being uh intrinsic to human nature more than cooperation and and community are um but again we'll have s- i'm sure there will be so much of this to explore throughout this throughout this show yeah but on an, on the other on the other side God damn, this show is pretty. 
it's very it does look really good i'd like to say a lot of it's predictable but it's really gorgeous yeah yeah and uh, fucking the action feels like tight and like has a sense of weight yeah excellent stuff god damn yeah it's very fluid all of it through and through that animation style and that team have just perfected the craft yeah. of the Star Wars animation. Yeah, and it, it looked good from day one. From oh, the I first agree. fucking episode of Clone Wars was great. But I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, fine tuned. Yeah, yeah. Kinda, it's kind of like uh, Ruby, really. Like as, a, but I mean, faster. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, and their budgets is a little I bit was, higher. I than was going to say, if you had a like, tiny bit. Imagine if RT had like could get Ruby the same funding as something like that. Imagine if Warner Brothers put the money yeah. behind that that Disney put behind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of maybe pretty AF. Yeah, I have a lot more to say about the about the premiere. Uh, what a what a great episode. But speaking of Ruby, that is one thing that I really loved about about the premiere of this episode. When I think about shows like Ruby, you know, there's so many things. I love the week to week. I love like exploring the characters and like where they're at in the story. But there's so many things from like the beginning of the story that are like the hooks that still haven't been fully explored. Mm. That it's like a lot of a lot of times it's like, this is interesting, but I really want to know more about Summer. I really want to know more mm. about Stark. More about we've got enough about Oz, about Oz's background that I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm I can I, I need can, Stark. I need Stark. I need Stark. And it's like, I I really hate hate that. Like I I love it, but I also hate like when shows dangle, you know, dangle the carrot in front of you and keep pulling it away. Right. Because that's the thing that happens in real life is that like things don't really conclude right with like a nice tied bow on them, but in our stories, that's kind of like one of the main benefits of telling a story is right. that you can conclude it. You can make everything make sense and be part of a grander tapestry. But this, this fucking pilot was probably one of the best pilots I've ever seen for that fact. For the fact that, like, everything that it introduced, it concluded, or it left it open en enough that, like, it's not, it's not the main hook. Like, like Omega, like yeah, there's there's more going on with with her. Right. But as he says in the next episode, it doesn't matter. She's just a kid. Like it yeah. doesn't matter to the plot right now, so it's not like important. Yeah. All What's of, her like, purpose? I mean, she's a child. Right. <laughs> We've established we establish all the characters, all their like their motivations, what's going on in the world, and we're just left with like, okay, you like these guys? Cool. Let's go have an have an adventure. And yeah. there's like. I I love how self-contained the the pilot is because I can keep going back to it without like feeling that that need beyond just wanting to watch more of it. Like, well, what about this thing or or that thing or whatever? Like, I I really, I mean, the second episode was great, but the the pilot knocked it out of the fucking park for me. Yeah. Well, uh. General Tarkin? Is it yeah. Tarkin? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine the fucking migraine that guy must have constantly. Because you think about all of the different insurrections and, like, uh, 
uh, rebellions and stuff that he constantly has to be aware of and tries to and fires that he has to try and put out. Like his life must be a never-ending like series of catastrophes yeah. and fucking disasters that he's either perpetrated or has to like end. You know, <laughs> like basically, yeah. I love how Tarkin wastes like no time in turning into a dick. Yeah, like he's just immediately like, "Oh, we're an empire now." Oh, I've oh, I've been waiting for this. Oh <laughs> hell yeah! <laughs> like you're going you, down, Jedi scum. Use the live rounds on these soldiers. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Training. I thought it was gonna be that they would end up testing a like some kind of war machine on the Bad Batch, and like that's what they were actually testing. They were testing a war machine instead of them, but uh, it turns out, yeah. What was, was it, Dark Troopers or Death Troopers? Dark Troopers. Whichever, yeah. whichever one is the robot form is yeah. it Dark Troopers. Dark Troopers. Yeah. 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 I think. I think. Crosshair is supposed to be a death trooper. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, he, like, he's like the first the, one we see in like the full the black. Yeah. yeah. And all troopers technically be death troopers. That's a good point. They're all They're kind of stormtroopers. Storm yeah. But what are they storming? The Jedi. No, they, they are the storm. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. I hate that. Well, that's... QAnon. Yeah, take it up with fucking 1930s Germany. <laughs> 1930s 4chan. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. You gotta wonder, would it have been worse? Or would they have just eaten themselves alive? What if there mean? had been 4chan in the 30s? I think that... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think being able to... I don't know, actually. Man, memes about the stock market would be lit. <laughs> I mean... I mean, the same the same question applies to, you know, the militant left as well. Would it yeah. have hurt or, or, or helped or hindered? I think it would have helped the left more than it would have helped the right, because yeah, it's not that we have a problem like yeah. organizing; it's organizing around material <laughs> conditions. Yeah, yeah. Nolan yeah. Regis. Yeah. Spelled Your middle name is Regis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a terrible middle name. <laughs> That's oh, Stephen said it was no lie, so mm. no cap. Your name is Regis. Yep. That's yep. This is the most obnoxious thing. <laughs> what? Somebody like taking an eyelash off of your face? Mm -hmm. I hate that. Why? Come here, no one. I, I don't like being touched in general. <laughs> but I've been touching Colin for so long, he's just used to it. Hmm. You'll get there, buddy. No, it's not really bad in or out of context. <laughs> huh? I said that's not bad in or out of context. Yeah. Yeah. Omega. Omega. Yeah. Omega. How many fucking names does this woman have? This girl. I'm not South African. I'm from New Zealand. I don't want to use that Sully accent anymore. Uh, quit it. <laughs> quit stealing my shit. Okay, but I just stole the wrong shit. I was looking to steal the right always shit. Always steal the wrong shit. But, but seriously, New Zealand. I, cute green thing on the table. Wait, hold on. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Batman and Catwoman? Or are you talking about uh, Geralt and the Leshen? Is that Batman? Jared. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, Batman. Okay, but yeah, she's wrapped up in. Yeah, people call him Gary. Okay, dude, this uh, Jared I, and Jared and the theme. I I really like this, but I don't understand it. It's Batman flying down upon Catwoman from the back, but it looked, but it, she's covered in vines. Yeah. Okay. It's it's obviously Batman saving Catwoman from Poison Ivy. Yeah. Right. 
Is it though? Yes. He's not attached to her. No. He's swooping down. Yeah, he's swooping down behind her. As yeah. if he's going right. to like as if he's because going he's her heterosexual male savior coming to save her from her right. bisexuality. Yeah. But he looks so yeah. angry. He looks like he's about to put one down on her. Exactly. Yeah. Because she's sinning. Yeah. <laughs> because she's because sinning. she's sinning. Yeah. Batman's doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> Removing her from the evil clutches of homosexual theocratic space cops. And also environmentalism. <laughs> <laughs> theocratic space cops. Yeah. Is Batman a theocratic space cop? No, but he is a dogmatic city cop. <laughs> I'm sure there is definitely a crossover story that way. Oh, Batman in space? Hell yeah, there's Batman uh, in space. Well, yeah. I meant I meant Star Wars Batman, like oh. Jedi Batman. Yeah, Han Solo Aren't Batman. Sure somewhere in the '80s, that comic exists. Yeah. Uh, I pr- was Star no Star Wars isn't DC. Star Trek is DC. Star Wars hoard around Star until... Star Wars is Marvel, mostly, I thought. It, yeah, now. Yeah. Now that it's under, the under Disney. Company, I mean, yeah. even before it was under Disney. There was Star Wars Marvel. There was also Star Wars Dark Horse, Image, uh, probably DC. Like I, I said, they, like they got around. Versus the Predator comic. You can find Predator fighting pretty much anybody. That's a good point. I hate it. I hate everything about it. Why? <laughs> That doesn't why. No, yeah. but it's like the bat signal, but it's his lightsaber. <laughs> why would it? How would it? Why would it? <laughs> oh, why have you guys seen? Would it, why would it? Seen what? Would it, or heard? I've have seen, you seen yes, or heard. once or twice. Uh, Although, I mean, so, <laughs> oh, I mean, Darth Batman. Colin, my phone doesn't have enough battery to uh, Batman. internet. Can you look up the real lightsaber? Real. Oh yeah. Lightsaber. Yeah. Is it a video or an image? Uh, a dude did 4, it. Four thousand degree. Uh, D- Disney. Uh, Disney made a real lightsaber. Yeah. Build. It's an it's LED, but it's like it's retractable, but not like plastic. Oh, yeah. retractable. About this real four thousand degree plasma photon. Somebody did make a, a like lightsaber. Oh yeah, but it's got I mean, it. Yeah, but I've it's seen got a bunch be. of prototype right. lightsaber deals. There's no way. Like it's like just energy. Is it a lightsaber? Disney reveals it's no, no, a real lightsaber. Can I kill Nolan with it? Cool. I mean, it would, it would be plasma it. regardless. I got some. That is that it? Very Let real. Let me see. I mean, so how is it cased out? Like, I what? don't know. They haven't revealed that shit yet. Oh, <laughs> that shit's probably buried in fucking patents underneath their fucking appeals on copyright. That's I'm so sure the cool. Pentagon's trying to get a hold of it. I'm reading. I know. I'm trying to read. Oh. <laughs> One of you read it out loud, please. That's what I was going to do. That's what I was trying to do. Disney's finally showed off a look at its real retractable lightsaber, which is which the company started teasing. Real in was April. in quotes, by the way. Uh, yeah. With a new video, blah, blah, blah. Looks very, very cool. As rumored, the new toy doesn't require any awkward plastic prop blades, instead featuring a retractable light-up blade that, extend, uh, that extends out from the otherwise fairly normal-looking hilt. Uh... Just like the crackling energy blades in the shell. You read as though you're confused. Uh, it's it's a hard shell on it. It's just retractable. So it's, it's just, just, just kind of like it's a boner. Yeah, yeah. If that's how you need to think about this, yeah. I, but give me a better way to think about it, Nolan. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's an extendable pole. Okay. Uh, the announcement doesn't go into too many details on how the retractable. I didn't think boner until you got there. But some clever minds on the internet have managed yeah. to piece together a rough idea. The broad strokes are the new blade almost almost like a modified motorized tape measure retracting and extending a sheet of plastic and the LED lights to mimic the ignition effect. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So. Sounds about right. 
I'm sure those will sell like hotcakes. It looks fucking cool as shit. It looks neat though. I'm yeah. sure it is um, not very good for fighting. No, I bet it would smash immediately. Yeah. Unless. That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering See, about. Like, I mean, how, as, as yeah. like, she get, seems as really ginger with it. She's very just like yeah. very. Looks like yeah, she barely moved her body yeah. at all. Like yeah. she did the full turn, but she was like. The newer lightsabers, like before these, are fucking durable. Are they? Know. Yeah. Yeah. Like could, the light, the ones that genuinely won. fight with them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's They're cool. made to be fight props. Wow. Like, they one, can be hit against each other fairly hard. One thing I don't like about that is it looks like it's only gonna be available in like. Whatever Anakin, Obi Wan, Luke, whoever. I doubt. I mean, I feel like that's something that if if this is a success, we'll I mean, it'll probably be available in, in the yeah. wide in the wide gamut. But my... we have the technology now that you can just fucking like have an assortment of parts and yeah. build one and have it three D printed. Give oh, me yeah. my shouldn't like... exist Yoda lightsaber, please. Yoda's so cool with a lightsaber. Yeah, but he should. He literally like by his own merits the, should not have one. But the only by his own thought process. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's not a what? Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Yo, the whole thing. It's so cool. It would have been a lot better if Yoda never so used a lightsaber until his fight with Sidious. Yeah. Until yeah, like that, that was the moment he was like. If it, since they threw it out on Dooku. Right. For no yeah. Fucking reason. Right. Like, I mean, but it's like just because it looked cool. Was his apprentice. I mean, I feel like that's reason to yeah, pull so out. Yeah, so Yoda should have been able to. You think Dooku would pull move that out more. without in the uh, fight against Yoda because Yoda's his teacher? I don't know, man. I don't. Well, swing, so. yeah, I don't think he necessarily learned how to fight from Yoda. Yoda, yeah, Yoda was his director. Yeah, Yoda was his trainer. Yeah, did he, his did he master. Master. But did he, he teach him how to fight? Same, Why would he? It also doesn't mean that he taught him the same sword style. Yeah. Right, because Dooku does fencing like he. Yeah. Very. Yeah. yeah. All the There's like a name for it. As if you were like fighting a wizard or something. There's, the, the, I think the two most dangerous ones were, um, Yoda's and Mace's. Both of them are like super highly aggressive. Like they're lightsabers. Constant. Yeah. I mean, Mace is known as one of the best lightsaber duelists to ever exist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And he uses yeah. the most extremely like aggressive fucking style. All right, if you could pick, uh, who's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite lightsaber? I like Yoda's. Dooku's, man. But I'm a, I'm a, curved ti- bottom. I'm a tiny, I'm a tiny lightsaber guy. I'm a curved bottom kind of guy. I mean, I don't... I like a curved bottom. I don't know, I don't, like... I don't know. You're a Darth Maul kid, aren't you? No. This is hard, actually. Yeah, I don't... And if you do choose so Mace many... Windows, it does not come with bad motherfucker written on it. Wow. Uh, okay. Like Samuel's does. Gotcha. Because you're. I really, really loved Obi Wan's first lightsaber, yeah. the one that he had in episode one and two. Yeah, it is really um, cool. Is it different from three? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. three is the one that he has in in A New Hope. That mother, that motherfucker, went through all that shit in like a day, and kept that lightsaber, two lightsabers for twenty fucking years. No wonder he couldn't put up with Anakin fucking losing his fucking shit all the time. Yeah, yeah. I bet. You, yeah, I bet. Wait, it was in episode two that his lightsaber got broken, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it got like the cho- top of it got chop chippity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, chip chop, chip chop, chop, the chip chew. And honestly, I've always really loved the the classic. Like, it's it's played up more now since, like, The Force Awakens, but the uh, the legacy lightsaber 
is honestly like Luke's mm-hmm. the original blue. Yeah, uh, that's a classic design. Uh, and Anakin's that he had before that, which is the same but just a little bit different, is really cool. Vader's is more like Anakin's original lightsaber than it is like yeah. the one that Luke it's ends got up with. More black yeah. accents, but it's basically the same blade. Yeah. Oh, can I yeah, look at Dooku's though. Dooku's is yeah. so extra. I that's love Anakin's it. Anakin's and that's Vader's. It's like the same hilt style, just different yeah, accents. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, these are, these are all pretty fucking cool. Um, oh shit, who's this? Of course, that's Dooku. Oh, Mace's is cool. Um, yeah, Mace's is pretty awesome. Dooku's so man, look at that. Fucking it's like a boomerang before it's even a light. Damn, Darth Sidious is really neat. Darth Sidious yeah. is so cool. Like that white accents. Yeah, actually, I really like fucking who's that? I guess Yoda's is cool. Damn, they're all they're all pretty fucking neat. Super tiny. Yeah, that one right by Super Yoda. Tiny Yoda boy. Obi Wan's OG. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, Dooku's is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, Kylo Ren's weird one. Okay. Um. You are old. You're old. Damn. But, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite. It probably would be from one of the like extended properties. Um. Actually, I had a fucking lightsaber that I loved as a child in Kotor. And uh, it was an orange blade, mm. and uh, uh, I think it had the advancement to make it like burn bigger. You know yeah. how you could how you could fuck with that. Yeah, no, I I guess I just am enamored with the concept of a lightsaber more so than I like yeah. associate like one lightsaber as being cool. To me. Right. Because like that's one of those those things that really like highlights the space fantasy or space opera versus like sci-fi of Star Wars because yeah. a lights it's not that a lightsaber couldn't theoretically exist it's that there's zero impetus that something like that would ever exist because by the time technology catches up to that yeah warfare has moved so far beyond what a light oh, a what lightsaber lightsaber's like actual value to uh to create and manufacture in the context that we would like right. understand it in the real world. It would world. be like a mining tool in the real world in the real world. Yeah. But uh what what does Obi Wan say about the lightsaber? Is a, a ta- from a from a simpler time or what uh a more elegant weapon from a more civilized age. And like immediately smash cut to Anakin just chopping down right. sand people and younglings. <laughs> God. They used to have battery packs. Yeah, I mean, early lightsabers were neat. Like early day, early day lightsabers with battery packs. I thought that was so cool. Like older public shit. Yeah. Which is like the the ones that people have like made prototypes of or whatever yeah. in, in our you, world. Imagine if you threw like capitalism and different the commercials for lightsabers back in those days. <laughs> Just like now, now without now without batteries. I'm crazy Zipnor <laughs> coming to you live from Jakku. <laughs> That was too good. Tired of your, <laughs> tired of your old, old dirty battery packs always running out of power. <laughs> tired of charging your lightsabers. Well, let me show you the ow, brand new. <laughs> We've scoured the char left behind by the Empire's latest destructive devices, and we are passing on the savings to you. Have you or a loved one been hurt by the first-gen battery pack lightsabers? You and your loved ones may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> 
Third degree burns on every part of your body. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think that we'll get too much lightsaber action. I hope that this doesn't do the heel turn that that Mando did in the in the second season. You know, to be like, no, it really was all about the Force and the Jedi after all. Oh like, yeah, <coughs> right. That was kind of whack. I don't know. I think I it, don't know. Watching Red Leader go in there was a pretty cool scene. Like, just I, as it's oh, I got time. off. I got off on the second <laughs> season of Mando, but I was, I yeah. didn't, I didn't love myself afterwards. It was one of those a little bit of shame. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just like oh, I, just, I got used. Like, well, it's, it's one of those like, I got. It's like we said said before. Like, it's good. It's enjoyable. But there's really not much there to go back and chew on because yeah. it's just a lot of like just a lot of candy. Yeah, yeah a lot of fan service, a lot of just like, hey, remember this guy? What if right. we had a little more screen time with him? How do you or... feel about backdoor pilots? <laughs> ah, is that another like spinoff backdoor pilots? I think that that's is the, exclusively uh, okay. No, this hunt. is a show, and I would actually fucking love to see this. It's, um. World War II era fighter pilots who have to hide their homosexuality yeah. from their command backdoor pilots. So, so like it sounds really sad. Like Brokeback it is Mountain, gonna be sad. Like yeah, Brokeback Mountain, Brokeback Mountain with, with pilots. With Brokeback Mountain meets fucking oh, Iron II, Eagle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so to provide context, a backdoor pilot is when a, a show, typically when it's like on its way out or whatever, but not always, uh, will dedicate episodes to introducing spinoff scenarios. Like a famous one is uh, Rugrats All Grown Up was introduced in a oh, backdoor yeah. pilot special. And the uh, other Rugrats spinoff that I had never even heard of, uh, I forget what it was called, it was, like, it was uh, Angelica and uh, Susie in preschool. But there's an episode that was that dealt with with that and so like half of mando season two is setting up characters to go off and do do their own thing and do their own thing yeah without really like and it serves that function more than it's than they serve din's story in the season yeah like and that's that's the the drawback of of Mando season two, yeah. Uh, they did that to great effect in the last season of Community. Like at the end of every of of like I think most of those episodes, they would just like act like they were doing a network uh, promo for yeah. a spinoff of a new two characters. It was great, but um, yeah, no. Uh, it definitely suffers from that a lot. I don't think that. I don't know, because you could you could say that they did that at the end of Clone Wars, because obviously they did backdoor pilot the Bad Batch, right? With that series, but I I just don't I, feel like it's as much of a cash grab kind of no. cynical thing as it was in in uh, Mando. No, the I mean the Bad Batch was one of those arcs that Bad Batch and Siege, Siege of Mandalore was one of those arcs that was teased way back when yeah the Clone Wars got got canceled, so like. Yeah, he, the question is whether or not like the show was already 
greenlit whenever they put it out or if that was like if how well the season did was like okay we'll yeah do this show but either either way um i don't feel like the bad batch in that arc get in the way of of the characters and the story of what's going on so it doesn't right. feel yeah. like as like as as forced or as like it's drawing all the attention away from the show proper like um Ahsoka and especially Boba Fett do. Yeah. That when are when are we getting the tapioca adventures? What? Boba. Uh Christmas. Or Christmas? winter, whatever. Yeah. That'll that'll be in the Mando season three slot and then Mando season three will happen after that. Hmm. Um yeah, I don't. People say because of like her, uh, her like almost telepathic empathy and her ability to like to to shoot the gun that she might be force she might be force sensitive, which maybe if if she is though, I hope they explore it from like as a hindrance more than a help. Like everyone, everyone's has the force some people are just more naturally attuned to it than others but without knowledge and a teacher or something you can't get very far with it so she's just a kid who has like has these powers but that paints an even more immediate target on their back yeah and that's more interesting to explore than just oh she's you know just a deus ex machina character like Maybe the her purpose thing is that they gave her a ton of midichlorians. <laughs> that's yeah. That's what I'm. If they do that, that's what I'm. What I'm guessing. Like yeah, that's viable. Yeah, like they forced a bunch of midichlorians in her. Right, yeah, because the 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 Kaminoans <laughs> have been. We know the Kaminoans have never it. been able to like create a force sensitive clone, but we also know that the Palpatine works it out in some capacity by the rise of Skywalker. I don't think she has anything to do with that, but I think she could be the first like step in that direction of okay, it is possible yeah. to clone someone um and to introduce midichlorians to to their uh genome or whatever. Yeah. Cuz if it is physically represented, then you know, there must be some way to reproduce it. Right. Um uh Apparently, at some point, there was a, uh, a, a movie or a series that George Lucas was uh, potentially going to make where it was like a a war uh, in inside your body. Like, that was one of like one of the things he said for his plan for the for if he did seven, eight, and nine. Yeah, yeah, like an internal war that represented like the light and dark side, but like midichlorians would represent like the. the you know, the light right. side of the force inside of you. Are like, midichlorians just the light side? No. Oh, okay, I was about but, to say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe it would would have been, like, the midichlorians fighting each other and, like, they represented the split. But I think I remember him explaining it as that. And I think this was also before, or this was pitched before, wait, no, because he always wanted to do, did he always want to go back to do prequels and then do the sequels? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, this must have been after that then. Um. Yeah. No. The original original pitch was nine or twelve movies, and 
he he knew he couldn't do the first three the way he wanted to because of the technology at the time and the one that and it's still true to this day like the one Star Wars movie that stands on its own that doesn't require knowledge going in and you can watch it without like having to something immediately to follow up and finish the story is a new hope yeah. like he started on the one that's like if I can only make one of these this is the best one to just throw out there on its own and then if I can I'll do five and six and go back and do one two and three because there's conversations with Mark Hamill he talks about how like George had said well like 2011 or something would you come back and do the the sequels like like doing those after the prequels to let the original cast age up and you know so yeah there was always that was always the intention and i think the best way the best way to watch star wars is four five six one two three four five six seven eight nine yeah because you should you should watch it release order but also uh i think you should also get it like from anakin's perspective like before you watch seven eight nine having like the first six episodes from Anakin's point of view helps to like frame how to see the conflict in the in the what like coherent themes there are in the sequel trilogy how to how to see those properly and four five and six are the ones actually worth watching a second time yeah. watch eight a couple of times when you get to it um, but anyway so Mega. Oh yeah. I've so a weird kid gravitating towards weird adults that she knows she has some kind of affinity with is honestly the most believable thing I've ever seen. Everything about Omega is like the most believable thing I've ever seen in like writing for for a child. It is really good. It is it's very cuz she she does the whole thing where she's like trying to learn by mimicry and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Her. That's really cute stuff, too. Uh, but, yeah, she she knew that she she could have a kindred sort of relationship with them because of the way they were treated by the rest of mm-hmm. the clones, and she, like, found a sense of, like, home and community in defending them from the rest of the clones. I think yeah. that that kind of solidified her being interested in the whole situation. Right. So she had ground to stand on in defense of them. I think that that means a lot whenever you're trying to, or whenever you're connecting with somebody. It's not always so much like, what did, all do we have in common? It's like, how can I protect these people from the same things that d- hurt me? Right. You know? It's not necessarily just having the same uh, identity. It's about having the same struggle. And uh, those things are related, obviously, but, right. you know. It's just it's just nice. It makes it makes it feel like their connection wasn't contrived in a way that like a lot of the times when a like magical child is, and I'm saying this even like beyond the force sensitive thing, like a magical right. child is like placed in the the stewardship of of our like big party of heroes. Sometimes it's just kind of shoehorned in. It just doesn't make a ton of sense. That's well, that's why I'm glad that like the second episode went ahead and got like the obligatory oh we have no business taking care of a child right. episode out of the yeah. way like 
because that's obvious coming into it. Like, yeah. if they can potentially pawn her off on a legitimate family, they probably should try to do that. Because mm. it, that just felt predictable them from that moment that they were first just like, oh yeah, we, well we can't have you with us, kid. Like, yeah, but it's the right amount of campy. Yeah, yeah, not like overdone. Yeah, it had to have been said, and it it built the relationship. Yeah, uh, I mean, well, the moment that it, the moment that it showed him like them walk away from the kid like oh we're separated literally the entire time i'm just sitting there watching it going all right when when are they going to show up when's the kid going to show up when's it get there she is right but if that episode doesn't doesn't happen then it's it's hard to believe that yeah they never you know like i said it had it had to happen but also it it establishes omega's autonomy and agency which is like the key thing, like difference between like a parent-child dynamic and a sibling dynamic is parents establish boundaries that kids cross over. Mm-hmm. Siblings watch their younger siblings get into trouble and then get them out of it. And with Omega, we have more of the latter. We have more of her acting on her own agency and being like, "I I left Camino with you. You're yeah. not just gonna pawn." pawn me off on somebody this is where i want to be exactly yeah like so i think it was important to to both like establish the the batch's commitment to having her with them and her having like it being her choice and not just them saying oh it's actually safer with us or whatever you know or something like that happening if it's the last thing it is, it's safer. Yeah, yeah right. For, yeah, for us to believe that Hunter cares about her, he would have to want for her to not be under his care. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it also shows, by by par- by parallel, what Hunter is like. He says he needs to learn, too. And he obviously needs to, like, not only learn how to be a parent, but also how to live in the world now that he isn't a fucking super soldier for right. an established... Uh, authority that he believes in. Yeah, that's that's going to be the the most interesting thing to explore with with Hunter specifically, but but all of them yeah. is like what what Cut said. You know, put a soldier, put being a soldier behind you and make a new life. Well, when you're like literally bred to be a soldier, to be a super soldier, how do you do that? You yeah. Know? We're years we're years away from any kind of like rebel alliance being anything for them to like pour their their talents into. What do they what do they do? Yeah. Um So we met Saul. Yeah. Yeah. First episode, yeah. That was really neat. I that is the same character that's played by uh Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. I thought I thought so and I didn't want to uh assume. But Really cool to see that that tied together mm-hmm. and to see like what he was doing at that time because we have up until now just assumed he was around and you know like well he's he's first introduced in the Clone Wars yeah and then canonically or chrono- chronologically this then he's in Rebels and then he's he he's dies in Rogue One right? yeah he dies in Rogue One doesn't yeah, he? yeah. I think so um, does. yeah but yes. Saw is is a really interesting character because, like, he's uh he's that extreme that the rebellion won't go to, but 
but needs to push them absolutely over over the edge. And I guess it's just because of the ground of like of the soil that it grows in. But I feel like Star Wars just does that kind of because it's very easy to make the character like that overly problematic or something. And Saul Guerrero can be at times, but it's entirely believable when he is. And yeah. I feel like Star Wars handles that a lot better, handles those nuances a lot better than it's other... Especially in comparison to Falcon, which we just watched. Right, yeah. Or just Marvel in general. Yeah, absolutely. It feels... Yeah, he's the he's the, the bladed edge. He's the, the teeth. You know, absolutely necessary for a movement like that to function. But uh, not always pleasant, not always even correct. But you know, it's hard to it's hard to mince words, or it's hard to uh, it's hard to concede space away from that kind of mentality when you think about the, like the scope of like a planet killing empire being right. on the other side of it. It's just like okay, yeah. I mean, obviously, we need a little bit of viciousness to to undermine this these world killers. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think the like. Maybe my favorite moment in episode two, because it does two things very, very well, uh, is is the dirt scene. Because, A, it shows how like little exposure Omega has to anything outside of the very fucking Steve Jobs sterile environment of yeah. Camino. And like just... Just her no her novel joy and like pain at like m mostly insignificant events really helps to to humanize her. And it's the same thing later on when she gets in trouble for going past the fence, um, and whenever Hunter tells her to go away, and you know her reaction to that is very very genuine. But the other thing about that scene is motherfucker flexing on them particle effects. Hell yeah. Like mm. the the dust in that in that scene was like just yeah. <laughs> really good. Also the effect in the end of the first episode where she is watching the warp and we see it yeah. reflected in her eyes. That's really mm. nice. That's just a really good. Do you think so spending your life on such a sterile place and then going out into the dirt and stuff like that wouldn't that wouldn't that hurt her? Probably is vaccinated in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. Especially okay. living on Camino. Right. Yeah. Probably is, yeah. I mean, they didn't ever expect her to leave, did they? It doesn't mean that you wouldn't prepare for the worst. Right. Plus, clones are out there, you know. Yeah, yeah they can be bringing back dirt and all True. kinds of germies. True. Space syphilis. Space syphilis. Space syphilis. So you're assuming Omega has space syphilis. No, I'm saying that clones would bring it back. Theocratic space cops with syphilis. Theocratic syphilitic space cops. <laughs> yes, uh, I love it. <laughs> Sorry, it's our new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Their brains are just melting with disease while they try to enact God's word in the fucking perfect <laughs> great beyond. Oh my god! Execute Order sixty nine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know what orders uh, sixty one through sixty five were. Well, not one through sixty five. <laughs> what did I say? 61? Oh. <laughs> I meant 1 through 65. I don't give a shit about 1 through 60. You can 
do a goop gander. Yeah, there's the they all exist. Really? They all exist? Yeah. Fuck. Okay, that's good. Wow. Uh, one of the what's the, what's the very six, first one? Order sixty five was one of the one hundred fifty contingency orders that these clone troopers of the Grand Army of the Republic were trained to carry out in the event. Blah blah blah. Order sixty five stated that if the majority of the Senate or, or the Security Council declared that the Supreme Chancellor at the time Palpatine was unfit for duty, the Chancellor was to be arrested, or if necessary, killed. Oh. Why didn't that one work out? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> they tried. Execute order I mean, sixty-five. It, Wait, a, all right, shit. <laughs> it's a contingency order, so it just never went off. Right. Yeah, like all of them are contingency orders. Right. I mean, okay. they tried to get um, that off, and then Mace Windu and survived to fall, and that's, Anakin became Darth Vader. Oh, but I can also explain part of why they decommissioned the clones, too. Yeah, because that uh, was always like that would always be a looming that's threat. That's in there too. Yeah. We don't. We don't know all of them. Or just somebody means. gets on the, the Stormtrooper radio and just goes, order ex- execute order 65, and they're like, well, fuck. Execute order 420. <laughs> Bong noise. <laughs> you heard him. You heard him. Blaze it. <laughs> God. Oh, shit. Execute order 65, subsection 3, article 4. <laughs> the Empire's throne room needs toilet paper. <laughs> I mean the bathroom. I, I don't shit in here, in case you were wondering. I just figured he has like a little thing in his robe that he shits in. I think it's in the throne. Oh, it's in, yeah, in the throne room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's just like a hole. He doesn't have to get up from the throne. There's actually, a, exactly, there's a hole yeah, there. Exactly. And there's probably like, a, yeah. like on the back of his, <laughs> on the back of his robe, there's one of those like, uh, butt <laughs> flaps. You can just kind of pop it open. He's, he's talking to his butthole. Release your anger. <laughs> Do it. Oh, he has constipation. Problems. Do it now. Okay, of, do cor- it. of course do that it. dude does. Look at oh, him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. He's got to have a tight butthole. Yeah. Okay, this is not even like a parallel, but Order 37, uh, capture of a single wanted individual through the mass arrest and threatened execution of a civilian population. Follow-up directives included scenarios of body disposal of civilian casualties and suppression of communications. This isn't even a parallel. <laughs> These are Nazis. Yeah. This is what Nazis are. <laughs> I mean, just replace the word Jedi with Jew. Yeah, like yeah. that's really like it. Judai. Judai. There you go. Uh, the Jude. The Judais have committed. Yeah, we treason. only know we only know four, five, six, thirty-seven, Whoa. sixty-five, and sixty-six. George Lucas Jewish and one fifty-one. Apparently, there was I one. Think so. More added on. Oh, and 99. That's it, though. We don't know I'm all I'm pretty sure he's, pro- he's a Protestant, if I remember right. Or raised Protestant. Yeah. There are some parallels between the Jews and the Jedi. Yeah. They're kind of. Chosen by God. I mean, were they? A the kind force. of. Yeah. Is the force the gods? I mean, basically. I mean, yeah. Everything is the force. The only so exactly. That actually does so that people are their own gods. They are the Force. It's the only theocracy that actually does anything in Star Wars. Right, yeah. Kind of. That is one thing I would like to see explored more is, like, yes, like, there is the one Force. There are But different cultures are going to have their different, like, interpretations and experience and everything of it, yeah. Oh, you mean the push. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean the squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we call it the tickle. (laughs) The gentle fondle. Yeah. Uh, oh, you mean the fondle. Mm. There's the light side and the dark side to the fondle. 
Oh, you mean the penetration. <laughs> yes, we all feel the penetration here. Oh, his penetration counts are off the charts. <laughs> He's penetration sensitive. <laughs> I sense no penetration in this one. Jesus. This is terrible and I don't like it. <laughs> I feel so a disturbance in the penetration. <laughs> Use the, the penetration. <laughs> the massage. The massage. May the massage be with you. And you know, also with you. <laughs> one one thing I love about this about this, this seasoning. Sorry. About this <laughs> seasoning is um is how it how it combines Okay, Colonel Sanders is I'm a so Jedi. Sorry. Yeah. Uh <laughs> oh Lord. how it like synthesizes the like the best aspects of the Clone Wars, the higher quality animation, the focus on the on the clones, and like the deeper political intrigue with the the more bottled episodes that you get from and like found family focus that you get from Rebels. Yeah. Like how like it takes the best things of both of those shows and puts it puts it to one I'm looking forward to next week's episode what are you giggling about Colin <laughs> execute order 11 herbs and spices <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh Colonel Sanders and Dark City I was trying okay. not to interrupt you I was like, oh god. yes oh. we have found it <laughs> an essential blend of herbs and spices <laughs> too powerful for the galaxy to withstand <laughs> oh god but yeah I can go I personally can go over every like little detail of of these two episodes, but it's not it's not worth wrangling this this horse. Um, yeah, we covered the important. I love goddamn Bronco. Most of the, good, yeah. most of the big things. Yeah, we got into the the deep dark bits. We got into the we sh we, well, we, we waited up, in the we shadow in a little bit. At least three times, I think we filled our quota. I mean, that's what happens when you talk you're about talking Star Wars. About if you're gonna be honest with the fucking right, they went an empire. Like. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about actually. It's um, a fucking allegory, man. Do you? It's a fucking allegory, man. Do you know what's to me, man? Do you know what you're wanting to talk about next week? Uh, not entirely. I'm thinking about just talking. That's gonna be the fun part. Yeah, I haven't figured out. Uh, I'm trying to put, put together a. Uh, I mean, that's literally what we do. We try to have a plan. Yeah, we dance around a plan. But, but we I just mean, talk. But just not having a plan. Are we like, human? Yeah, or there's a hundred different things that I've been want, that I have written down that I just want. We need to talk about, about Invincible. Clap, clap. I still haven't seen it. We need that. to talk about I mean, Invincible. Okay. Clap, clap. If you haven't seen it by then, then we just talk about it. You need to fucking get on it. Well. Fine, we'll just ruin it for no one then. Brad, <laughs> I still, I still say the three, the three of us can just, just yeah, talk about it and do it, and do it as a we bonus can. audio or something. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying like we're gonna do it and have you sit here and suffer, little bitch. No, no, it's fine. It's so fucking good. And no, it's fine. We'll ruin it for me. Oh, hey, and also in front of everyone. We can talk about Dragon Prince. Still haven't watched Dragon Prince. Both sucks. Sam's, to suck. I haven't seen Dragon Prince either. So watch, watch Dragon Prince. Both of you watch Dragon. It's well, much easier fine. to watch Invincible first because it's only eight episodes. It's only eight episodes, and it's so good. That's that's fair. How many episodes is Dragon Prince? Uh, three, three seasons. Oh, shit. Twelve With episodes. Four, season four had a teaser not too long ago. Seasons. Really? I think so. I'm gonna check that out. Something episodes. What? Fuck. Thirty something episodes. No, 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 not thirty something episodes. Yeah, maybe. I don't, 
maybe thirty, yeah, man, maybe thirty episodes. With with this being how it's how it seems like it's gonna be more like bottleneck epi- like uh, standalone episodes. We'll see what happens next week if it's enough to talk about or if it's worth waiting because I don't think it's gonna be like Falcon the Winter Soldier where there's like you need a few episodes to get enough plot. Yeah. To have a conversation about it, you know. I mean, okay. with 15 episodes, I feel like there's going to be at least a few B-side. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's going to be. Yeah. It's just they I hope so. Something. Yeah, yeah, they gotta they it's gotta have the beach episode. They gotta yeah. have the hot. Yeah, we episode. gotta get the swimsuit episode. Yeah. The swimsuit episode. He is the child. It's fan service. Star Wars. What I was talking about? Fucking breaker. Uh, yeah, breaker. Breaker. What the fuck are you talking about? Breaker in a breaker. banana hammock. Breaker. 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 That was Wrecker's previous Name prototype. <laughs> Breaker's his older brother. Oh yeah. Oh, that's Wait, why they call. That's why they call him it's like Bullseye with the scar on his forehead in the Daredevil movie, except mm-hmm. he has beards. Mm-hmm. He's already got it on his eye. Again? Well, yeah, he really committed to the beard. He bit. has it on one eye. Do we know about his brown eye? I do. Oh, I just, I know, I know that fucking crosshair as a tramp stamp. There's no way he doesn't. Would you get a crosshair as a tramp stamp? Would I? No. But my name isn't fucking crosshair. <laughs> For now. For now. I don't think I'll ever be that good of a show. Nolan Crosshair Feldman. No, Nolan Regis Crosshair Feldman. I did okay in Rifle at like 4-H camp and stuff. Crossfire with Nolan Feldman. No, I refuse. I would not watch that. Why not? Because. I would. I average like 4 out of 5. 4 out of 5 what? Shooting a shot. Or what do you call it? Fucking. Shooting my shot? uh, Pull. Pull. Pole? Dancing. <laughs> yeah, when you, you get four out of five when you shoot pole? Skeet shooting. Skeet shooting. Skeet shooting. <laughs> you were looking for it. I said pole. <laughs> I was pole. like, pole. just one fucking flies into frame. <laughs> ah. uh, pole, no. I think. That's fucking fun. Really skeet is. shooting? Yes. Yeah. That is a tremendous fun. I'm a huge fan of shooting skeet. I am mm. so much of a fan of skeet. Ah, skeet, skeet, skeet. Skeet, 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 motherfucker. You know that's what Lil John was talking about in yeah. that song. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. think it's about nutting. Yeah, no, 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 no. But no, it's it's yeah, it's just shooting skeet. Yeah, he's a tremendous fan. Yeah, read his blog. He oh, first, like, for, you know what? You know he actually didn't get into oh. it until he went to college. Yeah, he being yeah, he was a skeet specialist uh, at Juilliard. Hold on, all this time I thought that skeet shooting was when you nut and then you shoot off a gun. Right, like at the same time. Yeah, See, I would. I was thinking more over just like you know, it's like shooting a gun, but you're just nutting at a target. You know, this is it's like Protestantism. There's a bunch of different sects. There's you know, what you, everybody's got their flavor of skeet shooting. Yeah, would you not just? Oh, oh, so there's like the rules can be. Is it like house rules kind of thing? Like skeet shooting much, could yeah. work somewhere yeah. else, right. but you go to Canada and the rules are different. You can only yeah, shoot skeet as a bonus action. Yeah. Three point five. Yeah, in the southern hemisphere, you skeet in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're off the rails. But what? There were rails. There were rails ever. We're we held we're, it together. We're cr- we're careening over a cliff. Once more. Did you say we more. lived together. Kareem. We held it together. Oh, bye. <laughs> we're careening over a tri- over a cliff. Like Kareem. I'm still talking. You sure are. I think it's still hear me. Oh, don't do this. Uh, you wanted to keep talking? No, no, no. Fucking no. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I what? You some other don't. Concept. We're keep kicking Okay, my horse. bad, my bad. Get out of here. Anyway. <laughs> now they can hear us. They were, we were muted the no, whole they time. No, they can, they can hear us beforehand. No. It, it, you, you, I would have had to scroll down. 
Oh, okay. It's on yeah, the like, so like, do, you, do you want me to get on here and show you real quick? Oh, my fucking oh, God. Like that? Oh, Kill the feed. No, okay. All right. All right. We're going to witness a suicide if we don't fucking... Oh, my God. It's the best ending ever. Goodbye, everybody. It's already over. We love...